Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 10, the Study Abroad Starter Pack. And I am here with my brother from another mother, my uh, good friend, Jared. What's going on, buddy? Hello, hello. Not much, man. Not much. Um, just being me. You caught me off guard, but you know, I'm not even joking. I was so ready to like come in big because I thought you were going to introduce me huge like uh-huh. you always do. And I was like, oh, that was no- normal. I don't have anything for normal. Right. <laughs> I got to keep you on your toes, you know. Sometimes got to build you up a little bit. Sometimes, you know, to, to build you up I even know. higher, got to break you down a little bit. I know. You threw me off the game. I, I, I like, though. Keep me on my toes. That's right. First of all, though, please, everyone, follow us at Untranslatable1 on Twitter. Instagram is Untranslatable Podcast. And email us at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your stories. You're untranslatable. Oh, definitely. Um, and we just want to know how you're doing, you know? Just tell us you're doing okay. Absolutely. Check in with us. You know. We'd love to yeah. hear from you. And also... We miss you. We, we do. We really do. And we also would love to hear any of your ideas or tips on uh, what you would need in your own study abroad starter pack. Uh, but yes. we'll be getting to that a little bit later. Um, first it's been, it's been a minute since I've, I've talked to you. I feel like, uh, what's new, man. You had piano lessons yesterday, didn't you? I did. Yeah. How'd yeah, that yeah. go? Uh, it w- they were long an hour and 50 minutes. Wow, dude, uh, that is long. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, it was long and it, it, it her daughter just got married, uh-huh. but this was a no chit chat. Uh, I mean, we talked obviously, right. about, but it was about piano. Okay. But like, this was like a all business one hour and 50 minutes. It was great. Wow, um, that's intense, dude. It was kind of exhausting. It definitely was kind of exhausting by the end. Do you but, uh, do you usually take a... I mean, usually my lessons were tops like an hour, maybe an hour 30 if we really started to chit-chat. Mine are... Well, they're supposed to be an hour. She always goes longer, okay. so it's usually like an hour 20. Uh, but an hour 50 is definitely pushing it. That's definitely a higher, higher limit. Right. Do you have to Usually pay? I probably, do you have to pay her more? No, no, no. Damn, no, no. dude, that's it's dedication. Her, it's not, okay. Oh, it's not. Well, it's not my choice. Right. She's uh, she's the one keeping me. True, very true. <laughs> I'm, I, I, yeah, no, no, I don't have to. But um, yeah, sometimes I'll, I will make up an excuse or two and be like, "Ooh, I got somewhere to be at eight thirty at night on a Wednesday. Right. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> gotta go play bingo with my great aunt." Yeah. Oh man. If only if it w- only was at nine o'clock on a Wednesday. Right. right. I always got something going on then. Yeah. You can always you can always do the uh, do the ooh I'm not feeling so good. Uh, maybe that food I ate earlier was a little <laughs> a little funky. I could do that. But she. Uh, but um. No. It was it was a good one though. It was it was solid. What what kind of stuff are you are you learning about right now? Uh. The the main thing I'm focusing on is album leaf. Uh, Franz Liszt. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm also learn. I've I've kind of already learned Bach's Minuet in G Minor. Okay. Major or minor? <laughs> the other one, uh, not the. Okay. There's two of them. Yeah, because there's the one that everyone everyone always plays, uh-huh. and then there's the other one that everyone always plays a little less. Isn't the one that everybody always plays? Isn't that the Hold major? On. I. Th- my book is right okay. here. Oh, nice. I have my book. I think it's I am the learning, major one. I, I've learned major already. Okay. That was, uh, you can hear, this is my piano book, everyone. Nice. I uh, learned major, and I'm now, I've, I'm now learning minor. Okay. 
But I, I've got I've, I've gotten it pretty much down. I'm just it's just tighten it up, you know. Right. I mean that's the that's always the tricky nice. thing. Yeah. That's always the tricky thing with. I feel like with anything, any anything you create, whether it's music or I art, didn't create it. just just for, just for uh, if any well, lawyers are listening, that's true. <laughs> you didn't create it, but you are, but you are trying to recreate. I it. I am recreating it. That's true. That's so. True. Yeah. What I often wonder though too is like, the music we hear nowadays, especially the stuff that was written, you know, hundreds of years ago, the way we play it and hear it now is that how they were playing it back then? You know what I mean? I mean, how can we know? I mean, I mean, we what's, never what's will. The earliest, but what's the earliest recording we have of those? That's a good question. I don't. Oh, that's a really good question. I don't know. What the I want to know who's was. the closest person to be recorded that actually, like, like how many steps away are you from actually knowing the person? Right. It's almost kind of like the Bible. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's been rewritten it, and it, translated like, in different languages. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, right, and that's the other thing, too, with music, if you think about it. Like, it kind of gets retranslated depending on the, the person who, who transcribes it, right? Like, And sometimes you might say that it's untranslatable. Ooh, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, and I mean in the sense that sometimes, like, <laughs> uh, I'm so proud of myself right now. Sometimes, uh, but what I mean is that sometimes, like, you just can't recreate what the person, what the person originally did. But ma- right. you don't have to, I don't think. Not not necessarily, but I am also quite uh, quite a firm believer in you should try to do the the music. Um, you're there to you're there to serve the song. You know what I mean? Like, right? It's not a remix that I'm doing. Right? Unless you yell out "remix" a couple <laughs> bars in, and then you're good. I did bring the air the air raid siren <laughs> uh, horn just in case. Right? Just in case. Right. I'm gonna like shock some six-year-old grandmother, and that's how <laughs> in the audience. that's how like you oh! <laughs> you you volunteer at like a you volunteer at like an old folks home, and they're like playing. I have played a retirement home. Oh, see, well, perfect. So you play your <laughs> retirement home, and uh, you're sitting there, and you're like, "All right, I'm gonna play this Bach minuet for you guys in G minor," and then you start playing it, and you're like, "Remix." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, That's just too funny. I drive I drive some of my friends crazy with this thing, this little little rap air horn app on my phone. I you love it. You just use it around in public? Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like like you know, your friend says something cool and you just want to be like, "Oh yeah," like <laughs> I kind of like it in that sense. If you're like if you're going to be like my my height man right? in the background, I like it and that's and that sense. That would be the coolest job in the world to just be a professional hype man. I feel like it'd get tiring you after think a so? while. But like I think at some point the hype man wants to be center stage. I mean, I feel by yeah, my by my memoirs. M- maybe the hype man that never made a center <laughs> stage. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> I don't know though, man, like if you think about it, like the hype man I feel like that's way less work than the actual center stage guy. And you're, I would assume like most hype men are probably like homies with like the main guy and they're probably getting a decent little chunk of change just for like going out there for like two, dude, that's like two minutes of work, like tops. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. I mean, if, if you look at it as a business person, Mm -hmm. it's a great gig. Oh, definitely. No. I mean, you still get laid. Yeah, that's fine. No one uh, pays attention. Like, you're not the center of attention always, like, on TMZ and, like, oh, right. what's this person doing? You're just a part of the posse. And, um, 
And uh, but I think, I think the hype man is an artist. Okay. I think the hype man has. I mean, there are some hype men that are just like, oh, my one of my my best friend from high school. It turns out that he's now a multimillionaire. But I think the true hype man out there wants to be an artist, and the true hype man is like. Oh, you think you can get up here and just mm-hmm. yell, what, what, <laughs> uh, yeah, holla. It's like, you, oh, you think you can do that? Here, you take the mic then. Then they do right. it, and they're like, oh, shit. I guess when I think of a hype man, now though, too, new friend. I feel like I also just think of the dudes like who hype up like the crowd before the concert. Oh, so you'd, st- you'd be legitimately performing at that point. I mean... Or like, but on a DJ situation where he sometimes exactly, it's like more a, like an intro. Like you're hyping the crowd up to get them pumped for you know whoever artist you know is coming on. You know, you need to dream bigger than this, Chad. I guess so. I we, we are now in a business venture together, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna really need you to dream bigger than hype man status. I feel like I feel like you could argue I was trying to be your hype man the last couple of episodes where I've been introducing you. That's true. And today you know I didn't what? bring the Go, hype. Yeah. I guess you know I got to bring it next time. You, you, you convinced me. You convinced me. <laughs> I'm going to start integrating the rap air horn in there, too. <laughs> my man. Dirt, 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 dirt. Hair. You know dirt, what I'm going to do? So the way my place is set up, there's a long hallway leading up to the room that I'm in. What I'm going to do is next time when we hit record, I'm going to start <laughs> like at, at about 20 seconds. I'm going to start running in. And I'm going to almost have like a, like, you know, where you're in the basketball games where you have your arms out with the hands oh, yep, slapping yep, everyone. Oh, yeah, high-fiving all the fans. We're do one of those, running down, and you're going to hear me <laughs> from about slapping feet the walls away. or something. <laughs> yeah. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah! <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Yes. Oh my Welcome God. to the Untranslatable Podcast, everyone. See, dude, you you need to introduce this man. That was that was just straight fire. That was solid. <laughs> we should just record that and just. I'm never gonna do that again. We'll I've, never get that, you know, though, that level of commitment I've, out of me. You know, though, I've thought about like just having a cool pre-recorded thing. Then, like, we don't have yeah. to talk. But like, I I like the real. Thing, I do though. too, kind of. Like, it's just a little different. Although it's not like I have That's, a fancy intro. How lazy are we? Well, I know, but I think there is something. I mean, how lazy are we that we can't even say hello and welcome to the show right. at the beginning? How would we start it? Then just go straight into it? I guess, yeah. And just be like, all right, untranslatables. Uh. Here we go. <laughs> Jared, we're here for business. We're not here for pleasure. Exactly. Exactly. No, I'm here all um, for the pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, on to the untranslatables. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going straight for the business. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, uh, uh all right, I, at the top of the hour, we're supposed to hit the untranslatable. That is true. That is true. So our program, uh, my producer, screaming down my neck right here. <laughs> the the Trello board just going off the chain. <laughs> oh man, you're getting like a red <laughs> alert on your laptop. Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> right. That's that's. We should oh, just no. cue in every segment with the the ham horn. Yeah, that seems aggressive. It seems aggressive. It does, but you know, we just gotta bring the bring the energy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yes, we're here to share some untranslatable phrases, and uh, I'm gonna start you off, Jared, with okay. a good one in Dutch, which is hold up. Let me hold up. I want to listen to it one more time before I say it. All right, you ready? Voor pret. Voor pret. It's V-O-O-R-P-R-E-T. And I'm pretty sure Vor is just like the German f- for, V-O-R, which means like before. Okay. 
That's what's gonna be my first question. And pret for pret. oh sorry bed uh, is pret bed. Nope. Uh, hold up. Work. Uh, no, it is uh fun. Okay, so we're okay. So for pret, so it essentially means like work before play. Um, oh, before c- yeah, play. Ki- kind of. It's or is it like for play? It's, I think it's kind of like uh, those are two different, right? Words. Way different. <laughs> That's also though you gotta be careful with German because they have. Um, like we say pre-game, right? And technically, uh-huh. if you translate pre-game into German, it could be Vorspiel. However, Vorspiel nice. also means foreplay. Uh-huh. So the German word for pre-game, if you didn't know, is Vorglühn. Okay, mm-hmm. I do remember yep. that one. I, I did not know the German word for foreplay. Yep. That be- that was way less useful for me while I was in Germany. Y- you want to hear? Want to hear? Want to hear a little little funny unrelated story? Uh, well, well, kind of related story. So uh, a couple couple years ago when I was in Germany, I was uh, I was single and ready to mingle, and I was talking to this German girl, and this was before I knew the word for pre the correct word for pregame. So we're like texting and stuff, and and I'm like, and I said something along the lines of like, like, hey, do you wanna like, um, this this do I'm missing Vorspielen or something like that, or or you know I don't even remember what I said. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, I use, when you add "ambition" to it, it almost makes it le- even like a sexy, right? But anyways, I didn't realize I said like, "Do you want to have like a uh, you know little foreplay?" And uh, <laughs> and ended up we ended up having a little foreplay and then pre gaming going like, out. So it all worked out really well. But uh, that I feel like that level of directness is appreciated because it never happens. That's true. And you, I mean, true. you wouldn't even do that. You didn't even know what you were doing. I, I didn't, but it worked out really well. It yeah. worked out really well. Anyway, so back to our untranslatable. Um, so it's for uh, pret, and it's Dutch, and for means before, and pret uh, means fun. Right. So translate that for so me. So it is basically when you are looking forward to something fun, like a, s- a special celebration or an adventurous getaway. Um and this, this, the feeling, so it's a feeling, the feeling of forpret, a Dutch word that loosely translates to pre-fun, um, is generally used to describe that feeling you have um, when you're looking forward to something fun, exciting. And I thought this was a good one for our episode, for our topic today, because I definitely don't know about you, but when I was in the, the pre-study abroad stages, um, yeah, I had serious forpret. I was, ex- I was looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Time. There was almost a looking forward to it, like I gotta get out, like, like I'm I'm done with America. Let's let's get out. Let's let's speed whoa this there, up. whoa there. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Like, You're uh, right. You just want to get there. Like that's the thing. Yeah. I I enjoy traveling in terms of seeing new places. I hate the actual getting there most of the time. Yes, I hate. Well, I almost always do, unless I'm in the rare rare occasion. Now it's even rare because I mostly pay for my own shit. Right. The, the rare occasion that I'm in business class, mm-hmm. but even then. Just the, being at the airport, the whole process of standing in lines and waiting and sitting. Exactly. I, just, I hate all oh, of that. Oh, it's awful. I hate, all, I hate it's it. It's awful. If I could take my pick, though, honestly, like if I'm traveling around Europe, if I got time, I'm taking a train. In my opinion, that's the most yeah. chill way to travel around by far. And and the speed trains are, I mean, they're still slower than an airplane, but they're they're not that slow. And they're pretty nice, like a like a ICE mm-hmm. or like the TG, TG, TGV. Mm-hmm. Those those trains are are pretty legit. Oh yeah, All right. they definitely get the job done. 
I got so much translatable for you. We really went off the rails there, but I like it. So I got I got two that I'm gonna kind of give you at once. One is Finnish and one is French. And I'll I'll explain this in a minute. The Finnish one is Pitkin Hampain. Or Hampain? <laughs> I tried to put a weird accent on it. But I feel like that was right. Pitkin Hampain. Uh-huh. And that uh translates directly to with long teeth. Ooh, interesting. And then the okay. um, French term is... I'll, I'll explain what I'm doing in a second. The French term okay. is avoir le dent long, which means... Oh, God, to, no idea. Which means to have long teeth. Okay. So I want you to uh, tell me what you think those mean. Oh, man. Okay, what was the Finnish one again? With long teeth. Okay. Pitkan hampain. And the French one is to have long teeth. With long teeth and to have long teeth. Yes. Um, are they in any way related to our topic? Not really, no. No. No, okay. But I just, I just, uh, I'll say I this. Know, they're, the op- you, they're almost yeah. the opposites. That's why it's so interesting to me. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. To have long teeth, is that like you, you talk a lot? No. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. So, with long teeth, the Finnish one uh-huh. means you're unwilling to do something. Okay. Uh, to have long teeth uh, is to be ambitious. Oh, interesting. And then, okay. On top of that, the English phrase "long in the tooth." I don't even know what that means. What does uh, that mean? You don't know what that means? That means to be old, mm-hmm. like to. Oh, I, well, there's n- another int- untranslatable for you. Uh, oh, nice. I even have an English untranslatable. To be, it means to be rather old or just to be oh, like, that you know, it, that's getting long in the tooth. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure if you heard it in context, you'd know what they're talking about. But, right. um, oh, definitely. I just found it interesting that these all three sayings uh, had the same, you know, all were talking about long teeth and all meant completely different things. Yeah. That is pretty fascinating. All right. Well, I got a French one for you. Let me, uh, let me just check one, one moment here. One more time. Okay, here we go. Dépaysement. Oh, okay. Dépaysement. I don't know what that, I don't know what that is. Um well here it I have it on Google Translate and uh the word it translates to it says here is scenery. Okay. But what's but what's interesting if you if you delete the little e with the accent and type it in, you actually get the word homesickness. Huh. Yeah, so that's kind of weird, but basically But I think those are if if the accents different, I mean that's those are like are those completely different words then, right? I I guess, yeah. That's in theory? Yeah, that's interesting. Right? Isn't it isn't like that there's weird? no like so it's essentially that that e with a different accent is just a compl- like if that's like they're like what are you talking about? Those are two different words. <laughs> right. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I don't know, but anyways, so this word, uh, well, do you have any guesses? Because I know you do know a little bit of French. Well, you said it was homesick. Homesickness, yep. Mm-hmm. And but that—that's what it directly translates to. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, this is like the, the feeling you have when you're not at home. You're in a different place, um, like a change of uh, a change of scenery, and and according to Wiktionary, uh, this can either be a legitimate source, actually a good or a bad feeling. So okay, it's just like yeah. a like an anxious feeling. 
Which can be good or bad. I guess, yeah. Or or just feeling of not being at home. I, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, I though. see. It could be like mm-hmm. a homesickness or like a room springer situation. Right, exactly. Uh, which I don't know much about room springer. So uh, all of our Amish listeners, I'm sorry. If you're on room springer <laughs> I don't and, either. And you have an, and you have an iPhone or some sort of technology to listen to podcasts because you're currently on room springer, I'm sorry. Right. I'm stupid, I know. <laughs> uh okay i got um <coughs> you got one i do and it is okay. afrikaans oh cool all spoken right spoken in south africa and namibia mm-hmm. mainly um and what i like about afrikaans too is it's very similar to uh dutch which means mm-hmm. kind of similar to german yep and so i'll give you this uh this afrikaans phrase hoining Om de mond smear, smear, smear. Something about the moon, right? No. Mond isn't, isn't, not, isn't not moon? Mo- no, it's not. Oh, interesting. Yes, okay. but, I, but I feel like, I, I, well, do you know what? I, one word that if I, you, you, would, you would recognize. Wait, actually, that might be, I guess I don't know how to say that. That might be an umlaut. Huning, huning. Anyway, <laughs> the, word is, the word is honey. But it looks, okay. but it, but it like looks. Oh, like hernish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, the, but obviously, yeah, I wouldn't expect you to get that. Anyway, the phrase mm-hmm. is "rub honey around somebody's mouth." So I believe. Oh, mund. oh, it's mund, like mund. But it's with oh, an okay. O. But yeah, okay. that's why. Uh, that's why I was trying. I was trying to figure out ah. what to say. Like I know you know it. <laughs> okay. But I can't explain right. why you would without just telling you what it is. Okay. Um, that makes sense though. Mond mond mund. Yeah. Okay. So to rub honey around someone's mouth. What is that? What is that uh Oh man, that's giving me some good imagery, but I <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Like I mean that. Yeah. Yeah, mm. like I don't know, does is that like teasing someone? No, but you're kind of on the right path. You're very close. Really? Okay. You're you're on the right path, but I think No, you're on the right path. I'll leave it at that. I'll give you another guess. You're teasing um Okay, Rub honey that. around somebody's mouth. Is it to like? Is it? It's not like to butter them up, is that it? That is exactly what it is. Really, to butter them it up. It is. Huh? Yes. So, so are you saying that that our our African speakers would rather have honey around their mouths than be buttered up? I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rub some honey around their Interesting. mouth. Interesting. Okay. I love South Africa. It is a beautiful country. You know, the language. I've never Afrikaans been. Is wonderful. It'd be cool. Oh, I'm just rubbing some honey around their mouth. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, All right, I got I got one for you and this is actually you might even know this one cuz I think I think some people have heard this one before. Um and this is um this is uh I f- believe the language is pronounced Nguni and it's also in um well it just says here southern Africa. So I don't know if they mean South Africa or just that region. Right. <laughs> but anyways, the word is Ubuntu. I have heard that before, but I do not know what it means. Okay. Uh, well, any guess? I can't Ubuntu. really give you any any tips. But Celebration? Just based off the sound. Ooh, that's a good guess. So here it says um, Ubuntu is a noun, and it is the belief that we are defined by our compassion and kindness towards others. Wow. That's a lot of, that's yeah. a lot to put yeah. on a word. <laughs> it is, but it's a great word. Yes. And I feel like when you're studying abroad, you definitely need some high levels of Ubuntu, I think. Yes. Can you read that one more time for me? 
Yeah, it's a noun, and it is the belief that we are defined by our compassion and kindness towards others. Okay, I like that. I think that's pretty solid, I, I mean, honestly. I agree with it. I agree with that uh, sentiment, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, I was after I found that first Afrikaans one, I kind of went on to Afrikaans roll, so I got one more nice. Afrikaans okay. Actually, uh, do, do I have time yeah, to do two? Do do I, have to, I, I have one that's not Afrikaans that I also want to do. Oh, heck yeah, dude. But Go for do it. Do I have time to do two? Go for it. Okay, okay. Go for it. Do three, man. Go crazy. You do you, buddy. Well, I only have two left, so. <laughs> Damn. All right, we'll do two. <laughs> um, so this is Afrikaans phrase as well, mostly speaking of South Africa mm-hmm. and India. Uh, as die Himmel fall is ons almal dut. Now, I feel like you should know some of those words. Himmel is heaven. Yes. That's exactly I'm what I'm assuming. I'm assuming fall is to fall. Yes. Dude, you're, you're, you're translating Afrikaans right now. Do you recognize that? I, I, what can I say? A very cultured individual, Jart. <laughs> Granted, it was spoken by me, so I don't know if that makes it easier or harder. Probably easier. Right. Probably easier. I would anyway. agree. It'd be way harder if it was a native speaker going at like regular speed. Oh, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Um, I don't know. Like, um, What's the last word again? Or Can you say the whole phrase again? Sure. As as die Himmel fall ist uns allmal dud. As the sky falls, we're all dead. Holy shit! Yeah, did I get it? Yeah, woo. give me that air. Give me that horn. Oh shit! You earned yourself an oh, air horn on that oh one. Oh my god! Yes, I did. But I didn't even have it ready. Oh Wait. my god! So as the sky falls, we all die, which basically I don't means... know. You're like a professional. You're like, anyway, so with that, obviously, no, tell me what it means. Keep going. So, so what it means, though, basically, well, what I think it means is uh, basically like, you know, d- don't worry about it. Whatever happens, happens. And we're all going to die in the end. Right. Kind no? of similar. Um, okay. First of all, let me say, like when I as I read what what the word like what the what the translation is i'm like yeah i get mm-hmm. i see why that is and it all makes sense to me but i never would have mm-hmm. gotten that that was great um okay. seeing it, it, it's it's seeing trouble in everything so i think it's more like uh like you oh, say like okay. um like it's people that like to complain less so i guess you, you kind of were and don't always think about the bad things in life because mm-hmm. like at the end if you know we're all dead at the end of the day anyway so, but yeah you're right? you're essentially right do you have any more yeah yes i do oh, okay. let me let me let me find them real quick here, uh, man, dude. I'm I'm psyched about that one. I'm I'm really happy. Oh, me about too. That, that was that was great. <clears throat> All right, I got one for you, and this is, I believe, Latin. So I probably won't uh, say it right, but then again, no one knows how it sounds because it's a dead language. <laughs> That's true. So, anyways, the word is soli soli vagant or soli vagant. S O L I V A G A N T. And you want me to help you out with this one a little bit? No, hold on. Does solely have anything to do with like singular or solo? Yep. Yep. Good. When I hear, I mean, this. see, this is the thing. When I hear something, my first thought when I heard that word was like a vagabond or like a solo traveler yeah, or dude. something no, like you're, that. Dude, you just said it. Holy. Let me, let me get that <laughs> ham horn ready. Woo. This is just wild, Whoa. dude. <laughs> let me clarify. This is not... We we do not see each other's untranslatables before we no. record this. This is that's the whole point. Is yeah, we don't we don't share them. Wow. But, uh, 
We're just getting good at this. Imagine episode, dude, episode 20. We're only 10 episodes in. Episode 20, <laughs> dude. fluent in like 18 I know. different languages. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right. I got I got kind of a bonus. Uh, untr- well, it's not really an untranslatable, but it's an English word. Okay. Um, and I, I wonder if you know this one, Jared. Since you figured out that one so easy, let me give you another one. Do you know what a polyglot is? Someone that, well, poly is obviously multiple. Mm-hmm. See, I know I've heard it before, but I don't know what it is. Someone that multiple or many. Uh huh. Someone that speaks many languages, understands many yeah, languages. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, a, a polyglot. It literally means many tongues. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So we will be becoming polyglots, I think, by episode twenty. So, so after you all say bilingual, but then polyglot or trilingual. So, so, so a polyglot. Three. I think usually a polyglot. From my understanding of it, it's usually someone that speaks like more than five languages. Okay. Like it's. Would you say quadlingual? Because that sounds. I mean, dumb. I mean, th- I mean, in theory, you could. I mean, I'm gonna give polyglot to anything more than try. I think once you're getting yeah, four, I think I'll give you fair. a polyglot. I think that's fair. You've put put in the work. You earned it. Hopefully, we're not offending any like polyglots out there who speak like twenty languages. How dare like, you! Right. I went to school for forty-seven years. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Anyway. It would be so sweet though to be able to speak like ten different languages. Can you even imagine? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like just go places and just like oh, all right. Well, now I'm here. I I'll just talk in this language because I'm here. Sometimes, um, when I'm in public around people that are speaking a language that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to almost give off. I don't even know how because I'm not like staring people down or anything, but I almost want to give off the impression that I know what they're mm-hmm. talking about. And I think it's more of an offensive mechanism because I'm like, are these people talking about me? And I, I almost okay, kind of wanted fair. to be like, hey, I know what you're talking about. But I don't like <laughs> Right. But it's all right. in like your, your body language because I'm not staring mm-hmm. these people down. Oh, sure. I'm not like, hey, whoa, you're talking about me. But I just want to be like, if they are talking about me, I mm. want them to at least think like uh, – <laughs> Hey, hold on. He might know what we're talking about. Right. (laughs) I don't know, though. I actually like to do the opposite of that. I like it when people... I love being in Germany or Austria and being around people and they have no idea I speak German. Like, have I ever... I got got another story for you. I like that, too. I like that, too. I got got another story for you. I was at the bar. um, Oh, shoot. I don't remember if this was first or second semester when when I was in Vienna. It might have been second semester because... Most of the time when I went to the bar, you were with me for a semester. Um, so I think it was second semester. And one of my – yeah, it was. Uh, because first semester, we had a couple of roommates who were pretty good at German. Second semester, really, my new roommates didn't speak German very well. So we were at this bar, right? And there are these girls there, and, and we're at the bar, and they're behind us, and they're talking about us in German. And we're all speaking in English, right? So they just automatically assume none of us speak any German, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of like trying to eavesdrop in their conversation a little bit. And, you know, I'm listening and and I and I hear them arguing about like basically they're trying to like call dibs on uh, one of my roommates. And they were like, no, like I like I, I want him like he's he's cute. I, I want to talk to him and blah, blah, blah. And and it got to the point where we we were about to get our drinks and I turned around at the girls and I was just like, I, I think I said to the, the girls that were arguing, I was like. So like, you know, if you both played your cards right, you could both have them or you something like German? that. Yeah. And and their their jaws just dropped. They couldn't <laughs> believe it. And then we all started talking. We had a good time. Yeah. And uh, and one of my roommates got, got one of the, the girls' numbers. So Well, there you go. Yeah. I wonder, how, crazy I wonder stuff. how the other uh, girl felt about that later. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Anyways, um, you got any other? You had one more, right? I do, and this one is Farsi. Ooh, okay, so I won't be able to guess this one, I don't think. Probably not. Um, Kakbar Sar... Oh, excuse me. Kakbar Saram. <laughs> or, there, there's two, really. They, but it's either Kakbam, or Kakbar Saram or mm-hmm. Kakbar Saret. Which means, okay. uh, I mean, do you want to take a guess? <laughs> no, I have no, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, okay. Um, dirt on my head would be Saram, or okay. uh, dirt on your head, which is Saret. Saret. Okay. Huh. Okay. And what does this mean? Dirt on your head. Take a guess. Uh, We've been killing these untranslatables today. You, you can't just right? come at me and, like that. And, and, and now I'm going to ruin yeah, our streak, Jared. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't expect you. To, I mean, I didn't expect dirt you to know the, on the, the head is that one's a little tough. Is that uh, dirt on your head? I don't know. Is that like you're gone through a hard journey or something? No, that's it's way less positive than that. It literally means. Uh, uh, are you dead? Yeah. Oh, kind of, kind of. Okay. Uh, it literally means um, I should die, and it translates into a phrase interesting and, and, and apparently like it means like i'm very embarrassed excuse me i'm drinking sprite during our episode not oh, a good idea, idea. <laughs> i could have told you that um it's so delicious though i stole it from work um nice uh oh yeah so anyway sorry i got distracted by my mm. burping um but it but you have but be very careful when you use it because it is like very insulting so it's either oh, really? very, okay. so it's like very hard in yourself, or if you say it okay. to someone else, it's pretty insulting. Okay. So is it also kind of like self-deprecating or like right, right, right? Like you're embarrassed, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, so if you're like I'm embarrassed, or you're probably saying like mm. you should be embarrassed, but you should be okay, so embarrassed right. that you go just you know just go die, just yeah, go die <laughs> and stick your head into the ground. Apparently, okay. essentially, fair, fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I got I got one last one for you. And since you killed it on the Latin one, I had a French one, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give you another Latin one. So so here we go. This one is also Latin. It's a verb, and it is um, vagari. And just so you know, vagari, um, it means to roam, but it, it's different than just to roam. Any guesses? I'm going to guess that it means to, like, go on a journey. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> go on a – go on a. it says here, go on a whimsical or a roaming journey. Okay, that's not what I was thinking. Okay. I think what I was thinking was a little bit more serious or a little bit more of a thing. Okay, Because I was thinking gotcha. – I was just trying gotcha. to think of, like, words that I could kind of – that are similar, and I was thinking, like, voyage, you know, like a – Right. And I was, and so I would, that's, but you know, I was close enough, but you gave me roaming, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have gotten that at all. Right. Yeah. That one was a little tougher. Had to, had to, you know, move up the difficulty level on you a little bit. Right. Keep you on your toes. Yes. Per usual. But uh, yeah. And one of the reasons why I picked this one is I feel like uh, once again, when you start studying abroad, you're kind of at the beginning of this kind of whimsical and roaming journey. You don't really know where you're going to go, what you're going to do. Yeah. A lot of times. You know, what you, you're going to experience. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. You know, all of that. But mm-hmm. that's that's Which, part of the uh ah, I forgot your other uh your previous something prit. For prit. Oh yeah, that's the for prit. For prit. It yeah, is, is, exactly. is the unknown. It is. Which which brings us to our next topic, which is our study abroad starter pack. So you wanna get us uh started here, Jared? Uh yes. 
And I think what I would like to start with is how to choose where you're going to go. And so... Ooh, good start. Good start. The way I chose I was going to go is that, first of all, you know, they gave you a couple options. And they say, oh, we have a good partnership mm -hmm. with this place, but you could also go here. And this is also an option. Mm -hmm. And I was a German major, so obviously it was going to be somewhere where they spoke German, which limits you right. a little bit. Unless I go to, like, mm -hmm. some... some uh, some like village in Argentina, and, right. uh, <laughs> but or somewhere in the south of Chile too. I think yeah, but I don't think they'd there. welcome me very much in those cities. Um, I'm black, everyone, <laughs> 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 and there are Nazi villages in uh, Argentina and in South America, right? Like that one movie with uh, Emma Watson. Did you ever see that? Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, Harry Potter right. is actually uh it's actually a deep critique on um on uh Europe during uh World War II and the the Nazi regime, wow. correct. No, there no there's a oh shoot, I forget the name of the movie, but it's with uh Daniel Bruhl who's a German actor and Emma Watson and they're in this like Nazi camp in Chile. Is Daniel Bruhl the guy in that uh, movie that we always watch in German classes, where he's where it's like he, they pretend that he pretends to his mom that yes it is. I just googled. Yeah, it. yes it is. Yes, he it pretends is. to uh -huh. his mom that uh, the wall did not fall because she yep. she was in a coma while it fell. It's goodbye, fell. Lenin. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. Good movie. Great movie. Yep. Right. Okay. So let's continue oh, yeah. though. So, Sorry. Just, so places we're so just going all over. The, the first place thing. that I was told about was Heidelberg because apparently our okay. school had a good connection with the Heidelberg program. But yep. my German teacher, Perry Meyer, shout out. Shout out big time. He recommend, He's like, yeah, I mean, Heidelberg is fine. It's, it is a quote unquote good program. But the thing about it is it's almost mm -hmm. too good in, this, in that it's just you're going to be surrounded by Americans. And he's like, right. it's not even really going to feel like you're in. You're like, it's almost going to feel like you're in a, a German, like a, you're on a field trip or something rather than. Right. And so I was like, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want to just be surrounded by Americans and speaking mm -hmm. English all the time. So right. then I heard we, were, we had a connection with Vienna. In Vienna, I had don't think I'd ever been to. I'd been to Austria before, but never Vienna. And uh, and I was like, I'll go there. I didn't really know much of anything about it. I knew it was mm -hmm. obviously like a German-speaking city, and that they had schnitzel. But I don't even think I fully. The, had that, they have the schnitzel. I don't even think I fully understood. Yeah, that's true. I always assumed I was it was Germany's thing, but I think oh, no. Austria owns the schnitzel. Those those are fighting words, my man. <laughs> you go to Austria with that, but yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 really funny though. You mentioned that because when I went to go choose, um, not to be a broken rec record, but Jared and I were both German majors in in undergrad, um, among other things. Because you also did what Gerstacker, which is like kind of business, yeah, and finance, like right? Economics and finance, economics, right? And then I did music, it's completely random, out of, out of left field. Anyways. So I needed a place, though, speaking of music, I needed a place that I could get my German credits and my music credits. And ever since I was in high school, I really wanted to spend an entire year abroad. I was supposed to go in high school, half a year in Austria. Um, actually, it would have been in, in, in Graz. And then, and then I would have had an Austrian exchange student come back with me. But that year, my school switched to trimesters and, and Germany and Austria around semester systems. So that wouldn't have worked, right? So I didn't get to go in high school. So I had it in my mind when I started college that I'm going to go for a year. And so then I needed a place where I could get my music credits and my German credits. And I wanted to stay in the same place for the whole year, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. And I was going to go to Heidelberg. Is that just the first one they tell everyone? 
Or no, sorry, not even Heidelberg. I was going to go to Freiburg. Freiburg. Oh, Freiburg was. I the was worst. going to go to Freiburg. <laughs> well, I I love the city of Freiburg, but yeah, there's it just nothing like to do. Uh, I would I would disagree with you. I I I think I would be really happy in Freiburg, but we can talk about this another time. Why don't time. you go to Freiburg then and do a podcast in Freiburg? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I actually might. Actually, that would be a good idea. I actually might. I mean, uh, my old roommate Thomas lives there. I dated a girl for like a year and a half that was from Freiburg. All I remember was, I, granted, I didn't. I've never been to Freiburg, but all I remember was our friends that You're we just did study abroad in Freiburg. Like they were blown away that our subways ran later than like eleven o'clock. Right. They were like, "Oh wow!" It was just like, right. they, like they look like <laughs> little. They look like little kids from Kansas and and like New York City for the first time. <laughs> right. But yeah. So anyway, so back to choosing. Uh, that's choosing a program. I don't. If they hear this, I don't want them to come back. That was that's an right. exaggeration. <laughs> right. Oh, big. But exaggeration. it is true. But it but, is true. But yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, it's just yeah, it's it's a whole different environment going from Freiburg to Vienna. Oh, for sure. Uh, but but anyway, so yeah, I was gonna go to Freiburg, and they had a partnership with the music conservatory there, so I was like, sweet, that'll work great. And then I realized I was looking at the brochure from the se- the the year before, right? Oh. And so then I looked at the brochure for the right year, and there was no info on the conservatory. Okay. And I'm like, well, shit, how the hell am I supposed to get my music credits? And so I flipped to. Uh, a different brochure that was IES, um, and then in big gold letters, um, Austria Vienna Music Program, and I was like, "Well, that was easy enough." And the the funniest thing was we lived like right by each other as freshmen in college. Yep, uh, we're in the same fraternity, mm-hmm. but we didn't discuss where we were studying abroad. Nope. And then we were just like, "Hey, I'm going to Vienna." I think you were the one that told me. I was like, are you serious, dude? Yeah. I'm going to Vienna, too. It was like, the what? funniest coincidence. <laughs> but I do remember I do remember um, our advisor telling us not to room together, yeah. which was really funny because he was worried we'd speak English the whole time, which, like, you – in my opinion, if you're going to study abroad for language purposes, you should definitely be doing everything in your own power to speak that language on a daily basis right. because when are you going to get that opportunity again, right? Exactly. But the funny thing is we spoke German together pretty much when we got there. I remember being in, in Maria Zell with you, drinking like beers and some Radler and stuff like that. Remember? Yeah, yeah, of At course. At that little bar and we yeah. were speaking in German. And uh, and so, yeah, so it just worked out really well. I, I um, understand but, where he was coming from. But, oh, me too. Uh, but, but I think I would have spoken more German if I lived with you probably. I mean, you basically practically live with us but i agree with you i mean we we spoke so much german then when we came back it was kind of nice because it was like our own secret language yeah (laughs) it was great (laughs) that was was, that was great that was great um so i have a uh list of there a girl named lauren salisbury okay she wrote a uh a list of 10 things i she wish she knew i wish i knew before studying abroad and Mm -hmm. i want to see if you agree with some of these things okay she Studied abroad in places like Australia or some Spain or whatever. Crikey! <laughs> that doesn't matter. Oh, and New Zealand also, apparently. There's a Good night, mate. She went to Victoria Uni of Wellington. That was English. Nice. I don't know how to do a New Zealand accent. Anyway. Oi. So um, the first thing she had on her list, she had some preamble. I skipped it. She's a great writer. Okay. It's great. It's beautiful. Oh, nice. Okay. First thing on the, uh, on the list is you have to actually study. You actually have to study. 
study. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's a year long vacation. No, I'm just I'm just playing. I, I mean, I agree with her. I think I think you you have like this golden opportunity to really. Well, let me put it this way. I think you should be studying stuff that is relevant to what you're doing there. Right. Like. Like if like for me, like I got to really study a lot of cool music stuff. Like we took that music in Vienna class and that class was amazing. Yeah. And the was cul- it the and most the cultural? I think I prefer that was a great cultural class. class, but I think that was mainly because the teacher was way. Better. Oh, yeah. She was great. And, and <clears throat> we were also getting out of the classroom and walking around. And yeah, which we did doing in the, a lot in the of hands on class, too, though. a little bit, too. Yeah, we went on some field trips. I wish you would have been there the second semester, man, because we went to the Schubert house and I believe the eighth district of Vienna. And dude, ever since I lived in Vienna, I I knew a couple pieces by Schubert before I went there. Afterwards, dude, I am like the world's biggest Schubert fan. Like, did he, I love did he have stuff. a nice house or a not nice house? Well, so his dad was actually a school teacher. Okay. And back then, this was you know I think late eighteen hundreds or so. You, if you were a teacher, the school was usually like right below where you lived. Uh-huh. And so he actually taught with his dad. And he was like, he was like, no, dad, F you. I'm going to be a composer and moved out. Um, his dad didn't want him to be a composer. His You're not the boss of me. Right. So, so yeah. But, um, so yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think you should study. I think, I think the people who study abroad, who just go to have a good time and party, I feel like it's kind of a very one dimensional experience. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And I, I think the studying, it is different too, because mm-hmm. I definitely was not as busy, um, but I had classes that some classes that were like because I took some econ related classes, mm-hmm. and some of those were just as as time consuming as any econ class I took. And um, granted, they were paper based, so that was is right. a little different. But you know, they're just as 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 uh, time consuming as. But like, and it so was kind of the German class too. But I think like right. it was also balanced out by like the cultural class where yeah, it mm-hmm. was time consuming, but it was. Right. enjoyable time consuming like you're walking oh the definitely city, you have to write a paper every once in a while and answer some questions mm-hmm. but it's like um yeah no I, but I, it's 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 i i i think there's just a different sense of what study is i think study right. there's also some of that is just taking in your environment and not oh, just definitely. not just like locking yourself in your apartment or not just only like right. uh doing uh you know only speaking english or whatever or whatever mm-hmm. it is I, I will say I always feel gen, genuinely bad for people who spend all this money to go and study abroad. And then, like you said, they just spend their time in their room. I understand like feeling lonely sometimes. I understand. I struggle with that. Uh, you know, being have exactly, you know, experiencing culture shock, you know, feeling homesick. I get all of that. But like you, I just can't justify like singing in my room all day like. Like I, I'm actually gonna try something kind of maybe a little extreme when I get to the Czech Republic. I'm gonna try to watch little to no Netflix. We'll, we'll see if I can actually do it because <laughs> I love Netflix and I watch it a lot. But like, are you gonna watch you, Czech TV or just get out of yeah, the house? Yeah, yeah. I wanna. Well, one, I don't know yet if my if my apartment or flat, as they say, I don't know yeah, if we'll my even flat have a TV. Ha- exactly. So I don't even know. But I'll have internet and I'll have my laptop. So in theory, right. that's like prime time Netflix right there. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, but we'll just have to see, but I, yeah. And just like, I'd also like to mention exactly what you said, you know, the whole point of studying abroad too, is like taking in the culture, 
And like, I think the concept of study needs to be a little bit more broadly defined when you For study example, abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was it was probably the music and Veen class. We were required to go to like a certain amount of um, symphonies uh, off yep. of, like on our own time. That was or awesome. Operas. Yeah, Great and that's something where it's like it, it's it was easy not to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't do it, I don't know how badly it affected your grade, but I can't imagine right. you'd fail. Right. Maybe you would. I don't know. But like that's something where it's like, why wouldn't you do that? You're in Vienna, for example, where we were, which is like got like you know one of the greatest. Uh, classical music and theater backgrounds and histories and in right. the world. Oh yeah. And it's like, but I that's studying the best too. concerts over there. Oh, absolutely. Not only is it studying, but it's, it's also like it's living life. Class. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For definitely studying. Right. Let's Although see what see else is on this. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 You can run into that for sure. Um, uh, a semester is usually not enough time to become fluent in a second language. We don't have to. I mean, that's obvious. Oh, would, dude. We, would, yeah, we could. Argue. We could start our own podcast just on that topic. <laughs> I would even opinion. argue yeah. a year is not. A year you might be able to like get around and stuff, but I wouldn't say you're fluent after a, a year. I, I, I like, but I, you probably be able to get around and be conversational. Maybe. Well, let me let me say this. It, well, one, it obviously depends on. The How level of language you have. Well, th- well, that's tr- that too. Yeah, motivation's a big thing, but also too like um, where where you're at in terms of language proficiency when you get there. Right. right. Are you starting? From so zero? if you are, right, if you're starting from zero, I mean, I mean, you you probably remember Michaela, right? The the girl I was right. I was seeing when I was in Vienna back in the day. Yeah. Um, she came with like no German, and she was I wouldn't say she was like advanced fluent. But she understood stuff. She could. Right. She could get around. I mean, she was taking. I remember that. Yeah. She. Yeah. She took music in Vienna too, which was all in German. And and I mean, yeah, I helped her a lot. But like, she. I but was pa- really impressed. But writing actually. papers is different than like being right. conversational, understanding exactly. And I think exactly. that if you, that's that's the thing. Are you starting from? If you want to. Um, keep it going after. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to start. Is to just oh, get absolutely. thrown into it like that. Right. But uh, I don't. I can't imagine most people are starting that way and with hopes to like learning it. Like I mean, that mm-hmm. just seems like a weird way to start learning. Um, <clears throat> yeah, true. Anyways, what what else that is on this list? American culture is everywhere. Sorry, but going overseas probably won't free you from hearing that "Just Shut Up and Dance" song that everyone uh, that ev- that song every single minute. The fact is, uh, American culture permeates nearly all corners of the globe and leaving. The country will not be a total escape. Not a total escape, but it's pretty easy to mm, not to yeah. escape it. Like I disagree with that kind of. I, I would as well. I think it I think it depends on I mean unless you're at like a your club lifestyle, or I guess. Well, but even Even like, then, you're probably gonna hear more techno y stuff. Yeah, garbage. I was I was I was yeah, I said <laughs> <it> garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just think like it it's if you go to places where there are a lot of Americans I think you will run into this, right? Like, like I remember there was this bar in Vienna. What was it called? Travel Shack. Did you ever go there? Sounds familiar. The Travel Shack. It was owned by, I think, a bunch of Aussies. Was it around the corner from uh, 1516? Um, in that area? No, no, I don't think okay. so. Okay. But they had a bunch of, like, crazy shots and stuff. Anyways. It was like but, an American bar? But a bunch of Americans would go there all the time. Yeah. And so, it like, sounds like a Ricks or something, <laughs> r- right? Uh, but it was it was like the floor wasn't nearly as sticky as Ricks. But anyways, <laughs> I feel like with the with the Travel Shack though, it's 
if you go to places where Americans go, you're you're going to I think see more American culture. But like my second semester in Vienna, I spent a lot more time with Thomas and and tried to meet more Austrians, and I got further away from American culture. I think. Um, and kind of like what we've talked about on other podcast episodes where like people will go abroad and then they'll fucking eat McDonald's. Like, yeah, I think some of that stuff is fear though. Fear to kind of get out of your bubble. Yeah. And, uh, right. cause I have that too, but that's why I also like that you were in Vienna too. Cause it made it easier. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, first of all, it's always easier when you go somewhere and you know someone already. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, you and I were lucky, you know, we, from, from day one, yeah, we could, we could hang out, but, but right. I feel like too, it's also... That's also can be a crutch, which isn't always a good thing. Right. You know, which what I, I mean? think like, was part of the good thing about also us not living together is that right. like, yeah, it's that we, we also like had our own lives mm-hmm. and we didn't like, uh, this is too much about us. This is not about us. Why are we just reflecting? Yeah, about true. <laughs> Any, anyways, cause Nobody we're talking about, about study us, abroad. About, That's true. We're trying to help people for the that future. That is true. That this is, is serious true. work. So give me, give me the next one on the list. People will have stereotypes about you. Yeah. That's oh, for, for sure. sure. And can you, do you, do you remember what, uh, what the director of our study abroad program said if you were black in Austria. Do you remember this? Oh, they'll probably think you're a drug dealer because yeah, all the dude. Nigerians are drug dealers. That that blew my mind, though, when he said that. like, And just so blatantly. First, yeah. <laughs> but like then again, like if you think about the context, you know, I feel like Germans and Austrians can be fairly blunt. I think Austrians come off a little more polite, right, because they, right. The, way, the way they phrase things is a little, a little nicer, I guess. I don't know. But like... Yeah, when he said that, I was just like, I was just like, damn. Like, also, I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm speaking for myself, but I'll just speak for the other black people that in the room. Mm-hmm. We were all like, I mean, he has a point. I get it, right? In the sense that, like, I, it's not that's not that much different than living in America anyway. Like, I get, right. like, I get what he's saying. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, it's just kind of a bummer, though. But it was know, just like, bl- bl- very bluntly put. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess. <laughs> did 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 people ever like give you looks or shit when you were living in Vienna? Um, no, more when I lived in Germany. Okay. I got some when I lived in Germany, but I can't really think of anything when I. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I and and I was always worried about getting getting like typecast as like the stupid American when I would meet Austrians. And and I always loved like that's why I really enjoyed meeting Austrians because I'd I'd like speak German with them and I could slowly see that like that stereotype they had in their head about Americans kind of slowly like fall away or break away, you know what I mean? Like like I remember meeting this guy at um oh crap, what was that what was the bar we went to the first time we were there? Was that Loco or whatever? Was on that like Wednesday or Thursday? Yeah, I don't remember. Anyways, anyways, they had like super cheap cocktails and we went there and and I I was, I had a little buzz oh, I'm I know not even going to lie. About, though. Yeah, I remember. I remember it was it was right on the on the U6 where I lived. Yeah. Um I think it was Loco. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Anyways, I was just talking to all these people and and a couple people couldn't even guess where I was from because I was speaking German with them. Oh, I right, think if right, I right. would have gone up to them trying to speak English, they would have been like, Ugh. Great. Another, <laughs> right. another annoying American tourist. Like, great. Hey there. Right. All right. Howdy. I, I got another one for you. Sure. Um, I'm going to skip some of them. So some of them are kind of dumb. Um, okay. There's no way to fully prepare. I'm going to mix these two together. There's no way okay. to fully prepare and have fewer expectations. It will lead to richer experience. Um, 
I think those kind of go hand in hand. And I, I, I would I say mean, yes and yes to both those. I'm I naturally agree. not a preparer, so my right. personality works in that way. But I agree with that also. Don't don't like try to like plan out your entire. Then I'm gonna do this. Right. Then I'm gonna go here. Right. But oh, I hope I. And it's like you just gotta like just live, enjoy go with it. the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then um, this is this is kind of cheesy. I'm I'm gonna say this, but I don't. We don't need to talk about it. The best memories are unexpected. Anyway. I mean, um, I mean, it's cliche, but she's right. I mean, she's right, but it is. I'll cliche. give it to her. She's right. I mean, some of the like, even us, like stumbling upon Nazils. Yeah, like that, that Schnitzel place. Like that was unexpected, but th- dude, we had so many memories there. I mean, yeah. I think, I think it's true. Can I, can I go back? I want to do. I do want to say something about that last point, though. Oh, sorry about that. I about uh, uh that. you're good. About um, what not. You there's don't no way to prepare too prepare. much. Or, Having or fewer you. expectations will lead to a richer right. experience. Right. So so the fewer expectation things, first of all, I feel like if you go into a study abroad, I try to go into any time I travel or live abroad because I've lived abroad now for, what, two summers in Germany, one year in Austria, and then it'll be 10 months in the Czech Republic in less than a month. So it's, it's coming coming in real hot. But anyways, <laughs> right, hit the, hit the ham horn. But uh, anyways, so what that means, though, is like I'm, you know, I'm going into the Czech Republic fairly soon. And so I'm, I'm back in this mentality of I, I, I'm trying to prepare in terms of like learn the little things about the culture so I don't offend anybody and I can kind of try to fit in a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think if you go in with too many expectations, what's going to happen is you're just going to be disappointed, right? Right. And because it's... Go ahead. Yeah, but and you don't want to try too hard. You know, you still right. you still want to be yourself at the end of the day. Exactly. Oh, um, for sure. But uh, yeah, but I think you also do more sort of preparation to kind of figure out the culture than your your average study abroad traveler would. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to a couple guys who are, who were teaching in the Czech Republic this year, mm-hmm. um, and and I was like asking them all these questions, and they're like, man nobody has come with all these things prepared like you're gonna be good and i was like i was like, all right well that's that's like good to know like you're I kind just... of a over preparer in general though oh for sure dude like like my first week of english class a couple weeks ago i planned like i kid you not dude 12 activities because the class is two hours and 20 minutes so okay. it's almost two and a half hours so i figured 12 activities in two and a half hours that's doable right dude we got yes. through four <laughs> four but you know they were still like speaking a lot and and enjoying the activity so i was right. fine with cutting them all yeah but yeah i'm definitely an over preparer that's why i always love to travel with you because i'm always like really uptight i feel like and you're not at all no. and so it calms me down a little bit like i get <laughs> so paranoid a little bit when i travel it's it's not good yeah no i don't concern my yeah i'm yeah anyways we're, we're a good team wh- right yes we are better believe it subscribe uh, and review the untranslatable podcast. We're a great team. <laughs> uh, being anyway. on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, um, oh, and then there was an, there was um, another list that I found. There's just one or two more I want to bring up. Okay. And it was just some blog. Weekend student adventures. 15 okay. essential tips for students. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, this one I found interesting. Make sure your flight home is flexible. Okay. I did not do that. I didn't even consider that. I don't even uh-huh. know how you really make sh- make it flexible. Do Dude, buy that buy that insurance, man. That's how you do oh, it. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cuz yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I had to do um this time because because I'll be staying basically when we book the flights it's longer than a year out. 
Right. And most airlines won't book won't like book a, a an, oh, like an okay. outgoing flight over a year in advance. So what I had to do, this kind of sucks, but what I had to do is I paid for the insurance on it. And then what happens is I have to pay a $300 change fee. And then if that flight costs more money than my other one, then I have to pay the difference. Okay. So However, 300 plus whatever, but you are flexible, right? Which is really can, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would agree with that one. I think, okay. yeah, you definitely do. This will also one also mentioned buy a camera. I did the complete opposite. I had no camera my entire. I had my smartphone, which I left, which I never used because they just gave us a brick phone. Right. Um, and I never took any pictures the entire time I was there. Really? And, okay. I mean, I took some pictures when we were in Marriott Cell. Okay. But that was more to just let my parents know I was alive. And I took pictures <laughs> right. of my apartment when I first moved there. Okay. But that was just so they didn't think I lived on the streets. Right. Um, Although you could have handled it on the streets, Jared. Oh, for you sure. Been fine. I did live on the streets. I just broke into someone's uh, <laughs> apartment and took some goddamn pictures. Right. Uh, but I understand right. the camera thing. And I mean, that's kind of a, I mean, you don't even have to tell people that in 2018, I guess. Right. But I just wanted to mention that I did not bring uh, a camera. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually going to buy uh, a new a new smartphone because my, my iPhone's starting to run a little ragged. And, and I'm going to get a new one with the hopes that the camera will be a little bit nicer. I take some cool pictures on there because I don't know if you know this, Jared, but geographically speaking, the Czech Republic is just gorgeous. Um, yes, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, I've never been there, gorgeous. but I, I have mm-hmm. heard. Yeah. So anyways, are there any other uh, any other things you got for us? That's all I got. That's all I got. OK. But I think. I think the main thing to uh, like the main takeaway, one is to mm-hmm. be prepared beforehand, because like there's a lot there's kind of a lot of things going on between like Visa right. And, uh, oh, definitely. you know, making sure you have everything you need and, and, mm-hmm. and figuring out what you need for your classes and all that stuff. Right. But um, it, 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 it's weird because it is a vacation, but it also is like a vacation, like a learning experience vacation. Where oh, it's like it's time. definitely way chiller mm-hmm. than uh, being in normal, like normal school. It's more it's way more chill than being just like at college. Right. But yeah, it's a um, whole different environment. But you yeah. can like you could definitely fail. Like it's not like oh, you can definitely. just fuck off. Like you could right. definitely fail. Right. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. I do I do want to ask you one question, Jared, before we move on to our song of the pod. Um what would if you could go back in time and tell tell young uh young Herr Jart some tips before you studied abroad in Austria, what uh what oh, advice would you give your your earlier self? Your younger self. Um, have more faith in my German. Okay. I'm always, I, I, uh, I would just, and, and I mean, and that works for anyone. Just have confidence when you speak. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, is an important one. Right. Um, hmm. What would I tell myself? I, I would definitely tell myself, oh, um, travel as much as you can. Because I think when I was there, I'm trying to think. Let me try to think. When I was there, I um, only really traveled once. And it was mm-hmm. a great trip. But I think that there is something to traveling around more. Like, for example, Bratislava was uh, right down the street. Right. That's easy to get to. Right or, down the Donau. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, like, for example, in the last thing I was just reading things from it, one of them mm-hmm. it said was be independent. Some of those trips I could have taken by myself. And I think that that is something that try, I, I think, is to embrace the independence. 
And, and is, I think that's what, cause I'm not a good, I'm not good at that now. Right. I'm I, still got not a, good at I got a question for you. Is it, is it weird that I really enjoy traveling alone? I think that's great. I I'm love trying it. to, I'm trying to, uh, hold myself to going on a trip, uh, to Europe by myself. And I'm trying to wrap it around you being there, but right. I have been trying to tell myself that it's, uh, you know, within the next year, I, I want to travel by myself and just, experience what it's like to just be by myself outside of the country and i feel like when you travel i think every time i've traveled by myself uh, it's a huge learning experience i learn something like kind of new about myself you have to learn everything you don't have anyone to rely on right right but it's also nice too because you have the freedom to like do whatever you want if you're like i'm just gonna chill chill by the river today and not do anything you can do that if you're like i want to go to five museums today i mean by all means, you know what I mean? Like you can right. you can do all that stuff. So so yeah. Um anyways, um I guess the advice I would give my younger self is um just be patient. I think be patient and realize that everything is going to be all right. I was so worried and uptight of like, oh, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? That it's just it's not going to be good, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and just because you're in a different country, it's like still, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Right. Exactly. This is not taken. Was just a movie. You're fine. <laughs> right. Let's well, yeah. Let's hope it's just a movie. Although <laughs> y- you never know. You never know. <sighs> anyway, so let's move on to our song of the pod. Um, I've been on a real seed kick lately, and for our listeners out there, the group is called Seed. It's S E E E D. Three E's. Uh, S. D, as they say in German. Um, S3ED. S3ED, as they say in England. Right. Um, (laughs) And I've been listening to this group since, um, pretty sure since high school. Um, I had a buddy from Berlin that showed me uh, their song, Dickes Bay, which is a great song. But this song that we're going to be talking about is called Deine Zeit, which means what in English, Jared? Your time. And what, uh, so for you, this is a pretty new song, Jared. So what, what are your yes. initial impressions? Cause I've been listening to this song now for quite some time. One, uh, something I, uh, well, I watched the music video and the music video was a live video. Right. And they recorded the, uh, what, so what I'm getting at is one, I love the, I always love the, uh, the video, like the visuals. They always have great visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, like Aufstehen or there's that one, I don't remember the name of the song. CeeLo Green, that's a good one. But there's a song that has like where they all have like monkey heads on. And there's a couple actually where they all have like monkey heads on. Oh, and yeah. And there's just like always weird imagery. The, uh, the, mon- the monkey heads are actually Peter Fox's solo work, who is their singer. Okay. but Not the, uh, seen okay. stuff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is, this one still has weird imagery in the sense that it was filmed in a city, this live live mm-hmm. i mean it's a live version but it's i think yeah. it's like the the video mm-hmm. and it was um filled uh, filmed in a city called uh chemnitz germany mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. which uh used to be in east germany and it's uh they their their stage is set up in front of a giant carl Ma- carl marx head yeah <laughs> carl marx <laughs> which statue, i think yeah is a actual statue that is in yeah oh Shem- yeah it is. chemnitz uh germany it is. yep and there's, um, there's also a statue of Karl Marx in Berlin too. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, goddamn communist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, I mean, it's it's the song's got like a, a reggae-ish kind of hip hoppy kind of feel to it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got a great uh, 
great like big band kind of situation, mm-hmm. reggae band. So there's a lot of horns and there's yep. your guitars and drums and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, I liked it. Uh, I, I like the, uh, I, 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 the, I think a lot of his songs have, mm-hmm. a, a couple of his songs have this sort of, um, this sort of same theme of like, for example, a line that's repeated in the song is, mm-hmm. Dieser Zeit ist deine Zeit, mm-hmm. uh, which means, this time is your time. Yeah. And so I, 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 he has a lot of songs where it's, where, and, and I think the lyrics are great too. Oh, this the lyrics are great. The, I really love the hook. Yes, it is. This song is all in German, but he, much like Waldorf and Stettler, go back to our first episode. Uh-huh. Um, Throwback. He's, him and his, what, him, what did I say? Did I not say that? No, no, you said, no, I uh, just uh, said oh. throwback. You're good. <laughs> oh, oh, I think you said go back. Um, much like Waldorf and Stettler, they also, um, when convenient, will throw in an English word or like mix right. in English phrases to mm-hmm. uh, help with their, with their uh, flows and stuff. And right. I, I like that. Oh, me too. And uh, it's just a, it's just a great, got a great, great beat. It's a great song. I like it. Oh, definitely. Tell, you tell me about it. What do you think about it? I mean, I just, yeah, I love the the whole vibe of the song. Um, the it's hook is great jam too. I found myself. Oh, for sure. Like at one point, my hand was like it was alive, and they all, every single white dude in that audience was doing the same hand up and down. Oh, the motion. up and down, yeah. <laughs> Yep. But I found myself sitting in my room by myself, starting to yes. jam my hand up and down. <laughs> nice. That's how you know it's a solid song for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just I love the hook. Um, the, the, like you said, the horns in the song are really great. It's got just like the tempo of it. it's kind of this cool, kind of groovy. Boom. I don't know. It's great. Um, so check that out. We'll have it out on our Twitter um, pretty soon. Um, D- uh, site by seed the german group and also check out their one of their main um singers peter fox he has a lot of really good solo work out um as well speaking of which though Mm -hmm. um when i was when i was uh putting my uh you know extensive research together for this Mm -hmm. uh about the song i came across um one of the singers in the group uh he's the skinny dude the skinny black dude uh, mm-hmm. I'm, sh- I'm sure if you saw me recognize him, his name is Demba uh, yep. Nabe. Yeah, he's great. He's got some really good solo work too. Mm-hmm. Well, pour some out for the homie. He died <laughs> on the 31st of May, oh, 2018. No. Oh, bummer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pour some out for the homie for sure, man. That's a bummer. Well, uh, on, uh, that, whoa, on that, that, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, we don't have to leave it at because there, there is one thing I want to say about Seed. Okay. We could easily do a whole episode on them. Oh, for sure. I, I think there's so much to talk about that we could talk about uh, with them. We could easily do a whole episode about them. I think that uh, they're they're, they're in, like especially with the music videos. I think they're mm-hmm. super interesting, and uh, I, I like they their are. Stuff. And they have some songs too that are like eighty, ninety percent in English too. Yeah, um, they do, which is nice for some of our um, monolingual listeners out yeah. there. But uh, um, anyways. It, it, it is now that wonderful time, Jared. It is that time to bring some corniness and some cheesiness into the pod. And uh, I want to give you a joke. And I only have one today. Okay. I got to actually credit Reddit jokes for this one. Um, I did not write this one, but it's kind of a funny one. So here we go. You ready? Reddit jokes. When- go ahead. Why is it so hard to fail a class while studying abroad? Uh, see, I know what I know. The answer is based off the fact that abroad is talking about a woman, right? Nope. Oh, 
That would be a good Sorry. one. Oh damn, Sorry, dude, that would be a better joke. <laughs> that would be a better joke, but no, uh-uh. Because I was to say something about how you're so attracted to the broad or something. I don't mm. know. Dude, so many people told me when I was like, "Yeah, I studied abroad." They'd be like, "Oh, which broad?" <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, "Screw that, you." That joke gets old pretty quick. Oh yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Anyway, so this joke, which is much better, why is it so hard to fail a class while studying abroad? Why is that? Because all the grades are overseas. Okay, I like it. You like that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that it. Was, thought that was kind of clever. You know, overseas. Like, I like a nice play on words. Right. Oh yeah, puns are great. I was actually uh, I was I went to a soccer game uh, with my nephews the other day, who are eight and ten, and they're both really smart little guys. And uh, they they were like, "Give us riddles, give us riddles." So I was giving them all these riddles. Um, and let me let me give you one. See see if you can get this one. Oh God, I'm fine. What, I'm uh, find out that eight and ten year olds are smarter than me. Right. <laughs> uh, but we were also talking about puns. Um, I was trying to explain to them some puns, and I. And uh, this is the pun I told them. Uh, I guess I got two for you. So the pun I told them was, um, why can't a bicycle stand up? Because uh, it doesn't have a leg to stand on. Oh, not bad. A bicycle can't stand up because it's too tired. Okay, that's good. Uh, isn't that good? That's good. Too tired, right? Um, okay. And then the other pun I want to give you is, um, or not pun, sorry. It's a riddle. What has a neck, but no head? A neck, but no head. I don't know. Give it to me. A bottle. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's pretty good, isn't it? (laughs) That is true. A bottle. Yeah. See, I always know the super generic ones. Like Like what? um, um, what, what gets wetter as it dries? A towel. Yeah. Okay. Or, or, uh, there's one about a rivers. <laughs> All right. I got, I got one for you, Jared. What is black, white, and red all over? My D. Ooh, I, I'm, I'm not even going to ask why. <laughs> no, it is the newspaper. Black, white, and red all over. Oh, yes. You play on words. (laughs) Speaking of words, since this is the untranslatable podcast, uh, let's move on to our last segment of our podcast, which is uh, our weird English word of the pod. Really, I guess weird doesn't even always cut it. But anyways. No, sell it short. Right. It is. But basically, I'm trying to stump Jared with some English words. And a lot of these are, are new words that I'm learning as well. So... I feel like by the time we really, you know, throw down a lot more episodes, you and I are going to have quite the vocabulary, my friend. Well, I'll tell you this. I don't care if I get this word right or not, because I got some Latin right earlier. You did. You killed it. We both we both killed it. I really like that. that (laughs) That's true. You got an Afrikaans phrase. Right. That might have to be our clip of the pod. We'll we'll have to see. We'll talk about later. Anyways. So my English word for Jared tonight is... (laughs) I'm really curious to see what you think this is. This is an adjective, so I'll help you out a little bit. It's an adjective, and the word is ineffable. I-N-E-F-F-A-B-L-E. And no, it's not a slang word used by millennials. <laughs> Although it could be. That, parents, watch out for, uh, watch out for that one. Um, ineffable. Does it mean like... Uh, Un, un un unwavering unmovable like like you can't be convinced mm, that's a really good guess but um no 
Uh, sadly, it is not. Uh, ineffable, which is an adjective, it means too great to be expressed in words. Oh, okay. Which I, I think, right, which I think really ties together um, and brings us full circle here with our episode and our topic tonight. Um, you know, study abroad, no matter what you do to, to, to get started, you know, prepare yourself, everything like that, you're, you are going to have an experience that is a lot of times too great to be expressed in words. You know, I mean, you could talk for, for hours upon hours about our experiences and still we can't always put it into words, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's what makes it the best. Like it's, we'll talk about this later, but I like when you come back, it, it is, it's, Almost tough and almost sometimes seems pointless to try to explain it. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Because like, uh, people's attention spans just aren't long enough, right? They yeah. what the, what they want to hear is it was good, I had fun, and maybe one interesting fact, if that maybe, yeah, and that's like, it. Well, some story or something, right? Yeah, it's like right, and yeah, and and so it almost feels like pointless. Even yeah, and so it is very it is ineffable. You just mm-hmm. you can't even really talk about it. It's like well, how am I supposed to explain the last you know four months to year of my life and just right? sum it up like that. Exactly. But we do our best to try here on the Untranslatable Podcast. Yeah, that's what we're here for. That's right. Hey, you leave that to us. That is right. So we're <laughs> hoping to bring you some more ineffable content with our next episode. Uh, we will be dropping it on, what's today, Thursday? So on Monday. So check that out. Uh, please follow us on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle, Jared? untranslatable one the number one and our instagram is untranslatable podcast and obviously email us at the untranslatable podcast at gmail.com that's right let us know what you needed to get started with your study abroad experience thank you all for listening please subscribe and follow us on our various social media accounts and we will talk to you soon 